The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In the past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Welcome to The Career Confidant, and thank you for tuning in. Whether you're listening live or have downloaded the podcast, we're happy that you're here. This is your host for The Career Confidant, Marie Zimanoff, and you have joined us to hear one of the hot topics in career management, job search, career advancement. That's why we're here. And in this show, my focus is really helping you to get the skills and tools that you need to manage your own career in today's economy, knowing that you are going to be more in charge of where you go, how you get there, and if you get there. I want to give you the tools that you need to be able to do that. So each week, I share my experience helping thousands of professionals advance their careers, and I bring in some industry leaders to help give some career intelligence to help you stay ahead of the curve and proactively moving towards your goals. And the last few weeks, we've been talking a little bit about emotional intelligence and things that you can do to be a better leader wherever you are in your career to get advanced right wherever you want to go and today we're going to talk about something a little bit different and it's for maybe a subpopulation of you but hopefully if you've got someone in your life who considers themselves an introvert even if that's not you you can share this information with them so we're going to be talking about career communications for introverts in a pretty broad sense And we're going to talk about ways that if you're a little bit more introverted or shy, you might be able to get some of these things done that you need to do to advance your career. So if you want to take the opportunity to ask a question about career change, job search, career advancement, you can call in live at 866-472-5790 or you can always email me at Marie. M-A-R-I-E at astrategicadvantage.com with your questions. So if we're going to be talking about career communications for introverts, it's probably good that we're all on the same page first about what introversion really means. A lot of times when people say introverts, they, they think shy, right? Or they think that person who gets really, really nervous every time they have to talk to anyone. And although some of those people may be introverted, that's possible, the real definition of introversion, going all the way back to the the beginning of 
the definition, right, with Myers and Briggs and all the research that they did. And, and actually Carl Jung describes introversion and extroversion as the, the attitudes or energies, right? So it's about, it's about attitude and energy. Most, most of them point to energy. So extroverted energy tends to flow out of people and into the environment, right? Extroverted people get their energy from interacting with the world around them. And that may be why we think of extroverted people as sociable or gregarious or loud, whatever it might be that that you think of when you think of an extrovert. Some of those things come along with what is the base definition that energy that they get from interacting with the world and and trying new things and all of those pieces of extroversion that we all can see and that appear to us maybe as behaviors more than this where they're getting their energy from. So introversion, of course, is kind of the opposite. Introverted energy attention is from the the in the inner experience, right? Introverts get their energy from internally clarifying things, thinking things out, reflecting, having that time to themselves. And so people might think, oh, they're shy, withdrawn, all of those things that that you may think about an introvert or about yourself if you are an introvert. Again, some of them are true, some of them not necessarily go along with being an introvert, right? And shy is different. Shy can happen to both extroverts and introverts. In fact, more than 90% of people report being shy at some point in their life, right? Shy is more often a skill set that we might not have in talking to someone new than extrovert, do I get my energy from doing it versus introvert, does it take me a lot of energy to do that, right? So thinking about all of those different words and what they mean and and really being careful if you're going to use those words in how you're using them, right? There is not a good or a bad. And there are goods and bads to both introversion and extroversion, depending on the situation where you are, all of those pieces. Where introverts get themselves into trouble, especially in the career advancement world, job search, is that a lot of times we have to extrovert, right? To have quick communication, which is expected in our jobs and in our world and in job search especially. And we might not make a great first impression if we're introverted, especially if we're talking to extroverts, right? Now, the the thing here, and we talked about it last week, is that emotional intelligence and being good communicators really means that we can match another person's style, right? And so if you're thinking about being a good communicator, doesn't matter whether you're extroverted or introverted, it's can you adjust to the person across from you to improve the communication between the two of you. So if you're introverted and there's someone across from you who's louder, moving at a faster pace, can you kick it up and get there with them? Or if you're an extrovert and you've got that introvert across the table from you, same thing. Can you dial it back, let them have time to think, all of the things that will make them feel more comfortable with the communication as well. So this changing of behavior that we have to do in our communications takes energy, right? It actually takes energy for an extrovert to 
communicate with an introvert. And it takes an introvert a lot of energy to do some of the things that a typical job search requires, right? To be able to be on during networking, to sell themselves. All of those things take skills for all of us, extrovert or introvert. They probably take a little bit more energy and a little bit more skill for an introvert who is not used to doing those things, right? Practice, practice, practice. So today we're going to talk about some of the tools and actions that you can take if you're introverted or if you find yourself struggling with any of the concepts that we're talking about today, even if you don't necessarily consider yourself introverted, I'm going to be giving you some tips that make some of these things easier and they make them especially easier for introverts. And if you've been listening to the show for any amount of time, you know that I myself am introverted, right? I love to public speak. I love talking to people one-on-one. I, I do not love the cocktail hour networking events, so we'll talk some about how I've networked in ways that have been more fitting for me that might be helpful for you if you struggle with your networking in an, in an introverted way or even in a more general way. You might find some of the tips we're going to talk about today to be helpful. And really, my goal when I talk to introverted tools and and ways to do this is really so that you have the energy that you need to be on when you need to be on, right? It's really about managing your energy and being true to ourselves is the first step to that, right? As in all things, be true to thyself first. So, If you think, oh, well, I used to be pretty introverted, but lately, you know, I've been able to extrovert a lot. Well, that's great. And if you're naturally introverted, we still need to take care of ourselves to have that energy that we need to have when we need to have it. And it's a natural personality trait. We don't really go from being introverted to being extroverted. We learn how to do the other better. We gain the skill set. We gain the tools. We are still introverted. Not a bad thing. Just means we need to know how to take care of ourselves so that we have the energy to do what we want to do when we want to do it. So today we're going to talk about how introverts can be better at communicating in writing This actually can be a strength of introverts. There's a few pitfalls that we'll talk about to help you do that better. And then we're going to talk about interviewing and how to prepare yourself for the interview better as an introvert and some of the obstacles or stumbling blocks to watch out for when you're preparing and when you are in the interview as an introvert. And then we're going to spend some time talking about networking. And I'll share some of the networking tips and tricks that I use for myself as an introvert to save some energy, right? And to do networking in a way that works for me. Then at the end, we're going to talk about some things, some strengths of introversion in the job search or even in your career advancement that you might not think about. So we'll bring on some some tips about introversion that you that you might not be thinking about as we job search and there are some really cool things that are going to maybe be a natural strength for you as an introvert and so we'll talk about those at the end. 
So thinking about this, and I think our perception of this in our culture has changed a lot recently, but according to research, more than 50% of Americans are introverted. So when they give the assessments, and and especially the Myers-Briggs is the biggest one used to look at extroversion and introversion, their research shows that more than 50% are introverted. So although our society and especially job seeking and all of those things might say that we need to be extroverted to succeed, the truth is that if you're introverted, you're definitely not alone, right? And it's very likely that the person sitting across from you in an interview or that your boss, right, flip a coin, they're probably introverted. So thinking about that, hopefully that helps you kind of put those things in their place, right? That it's not a good or a bad thing. It's just personality differences like anything else. And it's skill sets that we can learn. So when I talk to clients who are introverted and we're talking about resumes, the number one problem that they usually have is not wanting to brag, right? And I get that. In fact, it's even some extroverts might not want to brag. And so we're going to talk about that. How do you get yourself to share the accomplishments that you need to share without feeling like you're bragging? And we'll talk about it on the resume, and then we'll talk a little bit about it in the interview as well, because, of course, we're going to have to tell some of the same stories both places. But it's really about giving the data to the hiring manager that they need to be able to make a decision. I consider it to be not bragging, it's factual. And if it is bragging, not factual, then we probably shouldn't be sharing it, right? There, there, There is a difference, and we're not talking about exaggerating the truth here. We are talking about being able to share the information that a hiring manager needs to make a decision. So we're going to take a break here and we'll come back in just a few minutes and we're going to talk about some of the ways that you can improve your writing about yourself if you're sitting down to write that resume and thinking, oh, you know, how am I going to say all of this in a way that is comfortable for me? So we'll be back in just a few minutes. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. It's a sad fact that fraud is rampant in today's business environment. The headlines scream about once prestigious organizations falling victim to or crumbling due to the consequences of fraud. How do you keep fraud from affecting you and your business? Tune in to Fraud Talk with host Chris Marquet. 
Chris has over 30 years of fraud investigation experience, business intelligence, and is a renowned security consultant. Chris and his guests will inform you and help keep you from being the next statistic of fraud. Tune in Mondays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. tuned into the career confidant with marie zimanoff if you have a question or comment for marie or her guest today please call 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 you may also send an email to marie at a strategic advantage.com now back to the career confidant welcome back to the career confidant and today we are talking about introversion and career communication techniques for introverts. And so we started by talking about the difference between introversion and extroversion, right? That it's not loud or shy or withdrawn or gregarious, although some of those things might describe the behaviors of some folks. It's really about where we get our energy, right? And the fact that as an introvert, you are using a lot of energy throughout the career process and and you're going to approach things differently. And although more than 50% of people in the U.S. are introverted, there seems to be more strategies out there that cater to people who are not, who are extroverted. So we're talking about some of those things today for introverts and and we're really just talking about some tips or tools that might be helpful for anyone who's been out of the game for a while because they are skills that we that we learn they're skills that extroverts do more naturally but even then if you've been out of practice for a while might be things that are are helpful here so we were talking a little bit right before our break about resumes and sharing information in a different mindset, right? It's really changing your mindset from, oh, I'm I'm bragging or, oh, this is, you know, it seems so trumped up or whatever might be creeping into your mind as you're starting to write these things. And it's really all about what information does a hiring manager need to make a good decision, Because if you don't provide that information to them, they're not going to get it, right? And today, if you don't provide it on a resume, they're not going to wait until the interview to ask you, right? There will be 50 more applicants with better resumes. And if they've got the stuff on there that employers looking for, you don't get to get the chance, to say those things during an interview that you didn't put on the resume. So that's the mindset that I want you to approach your resume with, that we are giving information, facts, data, that an 
a hiring manager needs to be able to make a good decision. And we're not going to give them falsehoods, right? Because we want to give them good data. And if you're an analytical, logical type, that might help you. We want to give them good data, good facts, so they can make a decision. But we have to give them the data and the facts. They, They can't get it any other way. So we are going to probably struggle a little bit with what to say, right? What do we say? And so I would start by looking at any kinds of questions that you can get your hands on related to the skill set, the job, whatever it might be that you're applying for. And you might be saying, well, this sounds a lot like interview preparation. And it does, but that that's okay, right? You're going to kill two birds with one stone. Is that the right expression? And it's really about giving yourself some starting blocks. Because as an introvert, you're not going to come up with things off of the top of your head as, as easily as an extrovert peers might and if you've got something in your head about bragging about yourself that's going to make coming up with stuff off the top of your head even more challenging so start with some questions questions that get at specifics and they can even be interview questions tell me about a time when you did this tell me about a time when you did that or it can be questions from you know a resume writer's website that give you an idea of the type of information that you'll need. What types of software have you used? What types of projects have you worked on? Whatever it is that can get you thinking about specifics out of your career. Because we're really trying to get at specific accomplishments. And And I know that you're going to need time to think about those as an introvert, right? You're going to want to sit down. You're not going to be that client who comes up with the stories off of the top of their head, right? And so sit down and do some brainstorming, do some bullet pointing, do some writing if you'd like to. But whatever it is to start to get the juices flowing around what you've done in a very factual way. And the questions will help you do that, again, because they give you that starting point and they help you think about different things that you've done in a different way rather than me saying, you know, what are your top accomplishments? And for most most introverts, when I say give me your top accomplishments, your brain goes blank, right? Unless you're really on top of it and you've been tracking your career accomplishments, which is a great thing for an introvert to do too. But if you haven't been doing that, that's going to be a very hard question to answer. So start with some more specific questions around projects, around the skill sets that are relevant for your job. Again, you might find those by looking at interview questions, find them by looking at job descriptions, right? Turn a job description into a question. When is When is the time that you've designed a program because they're looking for someone who can design a program? When's the time you've used Agile to create a software package because they're looking for Agile experience, right? All of those things that we do for a resume can be very good ways to get you started thinking about your work in the resume language as well. And again, 
we are just talking about the stories and you can do it in a bullet point way. You can do it in the same way we talk about preparing for interviews with that challenge action result kind of framework. It's mostly about getting the facts down on paper so that you can feel comfortable with those. So if we're talking about getting this information out, and I recommend that you start with some of the competency-based things, right? The skills that they're going to be looking for. Start there. Brainstorm. When have you demonstrated those skills? Give me the facts. Give me the story. Then we can move forward. And as you start to put it on paper, try to challenge yourself not to dumb it down, right? Don't don't diminish your accomplishments. Don't don't say, well, you know, this was just part of the team, or and I don't know that I really made that much of an impact into that sales number. Challenge yourself to be okay with stating the facts. I don't want more than that, but I don't want you to diminish those facts. And that's one of the things that I see frequently with introverts I send them a resume draft and and boy they are ready to start they are ready to start taking out those accomplishments right that that they're uncomfortable with them and I want them to be real I want them to be accurate I do not want us to start chiseling away at them simply because we're uncomfortable with the whole idea of having accomplishments in there Again, we need them in there. Everybody's looking for them. It's part of the part of the data that they need. So challenge yourself to not diminish those as you're writing them down there. Accurate is good and it needs to be as good of a representation of what you can share with results, quantifiable if possible. All of those pieces matter that to the employer. So thinking about our our resume, right? And you may be even having trouble with your LinkedIn profile. We're going to talk more about the networking side, but I want to talk briefly about the content side of things, right? As an, an introvert, you may be struggling with what information do I share on my LinkedIn profile? I don't want anybody to know all these things about me. I I want it to be very, you know, professional and what I would call stale, right? And when we're looking at social media as an introvert, we might have to challenge ourselves a little bit there, too, that it is social media. We don't have to share really personal stuff, but the whole idea of social media is to go beyond a little bit of the superficial to let people see a little bit more of who you are, to share some of your interests or passions in a little bit different way, and to have a personality, right? And and you do, and it's okay to share it. It's okay to share it. So talking through with a coworker or a former coworker or maybe even a, a spouse that, that can be 
one of the things that they can be helpful in helping you decipher is how much and what do you want to share in your social media profiles that feels comfortable to you and goes a little bit beyond the strictly professional. How can you let people see a little bit into who you are as a person, those things that you enjoy, and if you're an introvert, they tend to be fairly involved, right? If you're a tennis player, you're a competitive every weekend kind of tennis player. If you're a runner like me, you're a marathon or a half marathon or right, you're you're pretty deep into those things in your life. So figure out which one of those you want to share, especially your causes, your volunteer work. Some of those things can be great to share. And of course you want to know that you'll be judged for those things. So some of the religion politics stuff you might want to be careful with and people want to know who you are they want to know what you stand for and so how can you share some of that in your LinkedIn profile perhaps Facebook or Twitter if you're using those but we'll talk a little bit more about social media networking here as we continue to go forward in the actual use of it for your profile think about what might I share that can get out of just the professional and into the social as I use my social media. So if you're an introvert thinking about, I've got to share accomplishments, they need to be accurate, and I've got to watch my tendency to diminish them, and how can I get on social media, and we'll talk more about that, but how can I put something personal, something into my personality on my LinkedIn profile. So we'll be back in just a few minutes and we're going to move into talking about interviewing and networking situations for introverts. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Inside Healthcare is the only radio program focused solely on the healthcare industry. We bring together new and experienced entrepreneurs and industry veterans from throughout the country who are changing the dynamic on how healthcare is delivered today. Join us as we ask the tough questions, explore current topics, and discuss the new partners and models in healthcare that successfully address the needs of population health across the country. Listen Mondays at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You 
are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant, and today we are talking about introverted career communication strategies. So if you consider yourself to be introverted or if you find yourself struggling with some of the communications piece of your career, today we are talking about some tools that will be helpful for you in doing those things that are required for your job search and for your career advancement. So we've been talking about the writing process, right, and how if you're going to write your resume, you need to have accomplishments in there. You need to be telling those factual, accurate stories that show how you add value, quantifiable if you can, if it makes sense for your career. But it's really all about being able to give the employer the data that they need to make a decision. And I really would suggest the competency-based approach going in and looking for what competencies are they looking for and how can I share true factual stories that show when I've done those things. Then, of course, you've got to get it into the resume in a short bullet point. But for an introvert, that part of it may be a little bit easier. It's, It's maybe getting to having enough content for a short bullet point that will be the challenge. Start with the competencies, move into your stories, and go from there. Then we talked briefly about LinkedIn and and your social media profile and sharing beyond the professional, right? Sharing at least a, a glimpse into that personal, who are you? Who are you even as a professional, right? What is it that drives you? And how can we get some of that into your LinkedIn profile? And kind of moving beyond the profile piece of social media as an introverted person I understand that there are some weird and you know maybe not all introverts feel this way but I definitely did when I started LinkedIn and Facebook you know I just don't want to have 200 friends that's uncomfortable for most introverts right it's like wow now there's all these people who know my stuff, and that's not how introverts typically live, right? Usually have shorter or smaller groups of closer friends, and social media kind of defies all of that for us. So if you're introverted and social media is overwhelming for that reason, right, just don't want everybody in my stuff, I would recommend starting with one social medium, probably LinkedIn because it's more on the professional side, doesn't expect to see as much of the personal side anyways. People aren't posting about their kids and all of those things on LinkedIn. So I would probably start with LinkedIn. You might start with Twitter. I I consider Facebook to be kind of the most invasive into one's personal life. So Twitter, you can at least keep what you want to stay yours, yours. You will need to share a little bit more 
interest, hobby, personal kind of stuff on Twitter than you do on LinkedIn. Either of those is a good place to start. Again, start with one. And the focus doesn't need to be to build a huge following on whichever medium you choose unless you're trying to start your own business, get contracting gigs, get clients, whatever it might be using that social medium. Then you might have to push yourself a little bit more If you're just job seeking or using LinkedIn to manage your career, then it can be a slower process, right? Then you're using LinkedIn as your virtual Rolodex where you're connecting with people that you meet. Maybe you're sharing some kind of information with those people on a regular basis, but there's no big push to get a huge network, If you're actively job seeking, you may have to push a little bit more to build that network, but it's really LinkedIn is a great tool for connecting with people you already know, which can sometimes be just as challenging for an introvert, but it it can be a tool for doing that. It doesn't have to be about having a thousand contacts or even 500. It can just be a tool that you use to stay in touch with people And having a presence there of some kind can help your job search in many different ways, of which we've talked about quite a few times. So, you know, just start with one. Start slow. I'd recommend LinkedIn. It seems the least invasive to me. And it gives you at least some social media presence, which is important for more and more types of professionals as we move forward in the social media age. So networking beyond social media. Let's talk about, as an an introvert, I would say for me, one of the worst situations is walking into the stereotypical cocktail hour or even a large job networking group where there's lots of people You don't know why people are there. You don't know anybody or you know only a few people. And to me, that takes the most energy out of anything I do as a business owner is that type of networking. So I've helped do it in a different way for myself. I've helped myself do it in a different way. (laughs) I've structured it in a different way for myself because I realized very quickly that I was going to these networking events and meeting almost nobody new. I would talk to the people that I knew. I would try to talk to some new people, but I was so awkward. I can't even imagine. I I can't even imagine how awkward I was because I didn't know what I was doing. I was nervous. And those two things tend to create a perfect storm for us as introverts because we cannot just casually walk up to someone and start a conversation unless we're prepared for it. We have the skills to do it. Whereas for other people, it can come much more naturally. So we're going to do networking different if we're an introvert. We and. You know, if you do this well and you and you consider yourself to be introverted, please find yourself a, a, a friend who also is introverted and help them learn how to do it because it's hard. So 
thinking about what groups make sense for us. What groups make sense for us to add people to our network that are new? But actually, let's take a step back. Let's really examine this idea of networking. If we are an introvert and we think that we are going to get a job by meeting someone new, and actually even if we're an extrovert and we think we're going to get a job by meeting someone new, we are adding a lot of time to our search by doing that. And so I would say the first thing that I've talked about before, but if you are an introvert, make sure that you are starting with your own network. Now this might for some reason actually be harder because we have to tell the people who are in our circle about our inner lives. And if we're an introvert, we may have a very small inner circle who knows those things. And then another little inner circle that's a little bit bigger and a little bit further out of people that we don't necessarily want to tell these things to. And we might have to challenge that. These people already know you. They already like you. They're already in your circle. So can you connect with them one-on-one and tell them what's going on with you? One-on-one. Instead of going to large events and trying to meet new people, Talk to the people you've already taken the time and energy to get to know. But we've talked about that for before. So let's talk about some other things that might work for you in terms of networking. One of the things that's worked great for me is to take on a volunteer role within a group. So I started going to the HR group in my area, wanted to meet some HR people, wanted to be involved with their companies, should they need outplacement, should they need leadership development. But again, I knew that I was not going to be good at meeting people just by going to the meetings. So I joined a committee, met some some of their board members, got really close to a few of their board members. And then going to a meeting wasn't as daunting for me because I knew a few people and they knew me well enough to help introduce me to people. They knew what I was looking for or they knew what I needed and they would help me do some of those things. And so instead of just going to a large group where maybe I knew a few people and those were the only people I talked to, now I had a role at the meetings, right? And I could fulfill that job and I got to know a few people and they helped me network, which was a great opportunity for me. If you're going to go to a group, you might find one where the interests are similar to you, right? I was working with a a very introverted engineer who loved photography started going to a photography group and really helped him break the ice around his networking even though it wasn't about a job which was something that was hard to talk about it was about photography right just a way to get to meet people and 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 talk to people it's one of the things that i think is hard for us as introverts is kind of meeting people on that surface level short whatever they call it the um, surface level conversations right small talk it's not easy for an introvert typically so thinking about ways to to do that differently going to groups where there's a purpose going being a volunteer so you have a purpose 
all of those things you can do to make it easier on yourself to network. Then if you have to go to some big events and you want to bring a friend, be careful about that friend that you bring. Bring an introvert, an extroverted, sorry, bring an extroverted friend who will introduce you to other people. Because what happens if we bring an introverted friend? We typically end up talking to that introverted friend in the corner at the meeting and not meeting anybody else. So if you're thinking about networking as an, as an introvert, start small, start with your own network. If you're going to go to groups, choose your groups wisely. They're going to take a lot of energy. Take a volunteer role if you can so that you've got a purpose and a, a way to introduce yourself to people. And always, as we talk about with networking, right, the three seconds of courage and a five-year-old smile because being awkward and, and shy will probably be the hardest thing for you to do is get over that so that people will talk to you because when you approach them shyly, you usually end up not starting off on the best foot. So start with the people that you know, start with groups where you have interest, and you can grow it from there. We'll be back in just a few minutes, and we're going to finish out talking about some interviewing pieces and some of the hidden gems as an introvert that you might not be tapping into to help yourself with your career and your job search. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network you know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career you can have the foresight skills and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities a strategic advantage and career expert marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused get found and get hired Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. 
Welcome back to the Career Confidant, and we are talking about career communication strategies for introverts. And we've talked a little bit about what introversion is, that you you get your energy from inside versus extroverts who get their energy from the outside, from the external world. And so you have to do some work to keep that energy, right? You have to do some work to be able to go out and interact with others and sell yourself. All of those things that require energy for everybody are going to require even more energy for those of you with introversion. And if you're out of practice in those skills, even more so. So we've talked about writing about yourself and thinking through those competency-based stories. And we talked a little bit about social media and starting small, choose one medium. Focus isn't necessarily have to be on numbers. It's about using it to research, using it to connect, and using it to stay in touch with people. As an introvert, you will also want to make sure that when you're networking, you're starting with the people that you know. Save that energy. Be, be very good about the groups that you select to go to. Be selective. And see if there's ways that you can make an easier entry for yourself by volunteering or by bringing an extroverted friend or by joining a group where there's a different interest area to the group, a topic that's already set up to help you connect with other people from the beginning. So thinking about networking and interviews, really as an introvert, questions are going to be your friend. Your ability to listen is going to help you. Use that skill, right? Use that listener, that person that can focus on others. And you might be surprised at how little you really need to say about yourself to get other people to like you, right? We talk about that. And for introverts, we can get so caught up in what are we going to say about ourselves that we forget to use our strengths in listening, in focusing on the other person, and really being able to be present with that other person one-on-one or even one in a small group if we're in an interview. To be able to do that in an interview, you as an introvert more than more than your extroverted peers are going to need to practice. And you're going to need to practice a whole question, right? Being able to, to say a whole answer because you're probably not going to be able to come up with things on the spot or do a good job at improvising, right? And so the more you can practice good answers, good stories that do relate to what the interviewers might be most likely to ask, the more energy you'll have to improvise when you need to, to pay attention to the other people, and to be on while you're in the interview. It's really about freeing up that energy And getting it away from what am I going to say to watching my eye contact, thinking about my nonverbals, thinking about how the communication is going, right? If I'm too focused on what I'm going to say, which an introvert will want to do, right? Have it be right and accurate and all of those things. If I'm too focused there, I'll miss the real part of the interview, which is the interaction with the other people. 
practice, practice, practice. Write it out. Write out those cars and practice, practice, practice. When you have those done, when you know what you want to say, then you'll be better able to create that two-way conversation that we talk about being so important when we're doing the interview. And part of that is having good questions to ask and starting that conversation, whether that's in interviewing or in networking, being able to do that will be important. Then you might think about small talk, small talk, whether you're in a networking or an inter- interviewing, what do you want to talk about, right? Sports, movies, books, hobbies, which ones you can ask questions about so that you can join in the conversation. If you ask the question, then you can steer that conversation without having to talk so much, but you will get to talk about things you're comfortable with when it comes back to you. So thinking about which pieces of that conversation you want to have before you go to a networking event, before you go to an interview, can be extremely helpful. So let's talk about some of the hidden gems that you have as an introvert. So thinking about as an introvert, and we talked about this, you are good at listening. You're good at connecting with people one-on-one usually if you focus there, right? And if you're prepared to do it. One-on-one can be very powerful for you. So use that. Use the deep relationships that you've formed with people. You might go, I don't want to use people. Well, they want to help you. So ask for that help. Thinking about ways that they can help you. They want to if they're in your network already. Thinking about some things you might not put in your basket, but maybe they are there. Lots of people think that public speaking is an extroverted pastime. When the truth is that a lot of very good public speakers are introverts. Why? Extroverts tend to entertain. That can be great if you're looking to be entertained. Introverts tend to pay attention to what's going on in the audience. They tend to be very thoughtful about how they craft their presentations. And they can be just as effective as an extrovert. Might look different, sound different, not be so quote unquote entertaining, but maybe just as educational coming from that introvert. So if you have any inkling that you might like to speak about a specific topic that you're very knowledgeable on, then seeking out some of those opportunities may be a great way to advance your career or help your job search. Are there classes you could teach? Are there ways that you can get out there and share your expertise without going to a cocktail party, right? Other thing is writing. If you can move past what I've struggled with as an introvert occasionally is the is this valuable to share, right? Judging judging those things before I get them down on paper. But if you can get past that and share your expertise through writing, that can be very helpful for you as an introvert to gain credibility and visibility in your network. Then you've got something to share on social media, right? That opportunity to share some of those things on social media can help improve your interactions there too 
in a way that can help you move your career forward. So don't be afraid to use your strengths in listening. Don't be afraid to do something different like public speak or write, blog, write journal articles, and then finding a way that's comfortable for you to share those things so that you can build your visibility and credibility, whether you're job seeking or looking to advance your career. So if you're if you're a little rusty on some of these skills, networking, interviewing, writing about yourself, start with the competencies, stick to the facts, watch your tendency to diminish your work, and focus on using those strengths that you have as an introvert to your advantage. That thoughtfulness, that analytical ability, that ability to listen to others, and that that being able to share your expertise in a way that's comfortable for you. Now there are a lot of ways that you can do that. So figuring out some mediums that work for you as an introvert can help you move your career forward, whether you're job seeking or looking to advance. So I, I look forward to you sharing any other tips you have as you're out there job seeking and career managing as an introvert and sharing for the rest of rest of us who are out here listening more than 50% of us who are introverted we look forward to seeing you here again next week on the career confidant thank you for listening to the career confidant Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then.